This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now, here's Mary Stirk. Welcome to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. And today's topic is do this with your old 401k. <laughs> not that. <laughs> not that. This, not that. <laughs> I think we might be infringing on some copyright issues by saying that. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> well, with me today, I have Amy McFarland. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. And what we're going to talk about today is some tips and tricks of things to consider for old 401k accounts that you might have floating around out there. All right. So, the, the thing is, you know, we work with people and their money, and the most common thing that we find is that people have a bunch of old 401k accounts floating around out oh, there. Oh, sure. Right? Amy, even when you came to work at Stirk Financial. <laughs> I, know. I know. What did Steve have? <laughs> yep. You and your husband both had old 401ks, and we, we talked about, okay, what's the best thing to do with these? And the bottom line is this. Everybody who has an old 401k has the same four options. There's only four, and we're going to talk about the pros and cons of those four options. All right. I love it. So the reason I'm calling it do this with your 401k is because I think you're going to end up doing one of these four because those are your choices. Uh (laughs) (laughs) All right. One would be leave it then. (laughs) One would be leave it where it is, right? Okay. So that is your first choice and your easiest choice, right, is to leave it where it is. And so many investors do just simply leave it there. Not even by choice, but by default. Okay. And that's because it truly is the easiest thing for people to do. Okay. Okay. So what happens then is frequently we see people with three or four old accounts. Mm-hmm. And the pro of that is that you didn't have to take time to address it. It's simple. It's easy. Now, there are some rules in 401ks that say if you have a balance under a certain amount, they can go ahead and just cash that out. Okay. okay? Oh, all right. So you have to be careful about how much money you have in there. Mm-hmm. But if you have a substantial balance of any type, say over $5,000, you can technically, generally speaking, leave that there in the old 401k and not have to do anything else with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the cons of doing that are this. What a lot of people don't know is that most 401k plans have internal expenses and frequently the internal expenses for administration of the plan are passed along to the investors in the plan. Now, not every 401k is like that. Some companies cover all administrative fees and then employees cover the investment expenses. But a lot of 401k plans have those administrative expenses cost shared with the employees in the plan. Oh, okay. Okay? So when you think about that, it means that your money in an old plan is cost sharing the expenses for a company that you no longer work for. And a lot of people feel like it doesn't maybe make sense for them to use their money to subsidize a plan for an employer that they're no longer connected to. Sure. Because you get your statement, you look at the bottom line, but the other criteria within there is important. So if your company is passing along some of those cost sharing, that's a con. If they're not and all you're doing is covering the investment expenses, that might be even a pro of leaving it there because it means you might have wound up in a fairly low-cost investment strategy. Okay. Okay. Now, 
The other con that you have of leaving it there is you generally have limited choices of what you can use to invest your money in. So on average, most 401k plans have maybe around 20 choices, okay? So you have choices in each asset class most of the time, and then a lot of them have life cycle funds or target date funds that are a diversified set of investments inside one fund that people use to diversify without going into a bunch of funds, okay? Okay. So, but that's it. That's Mm -hmm. all that you have for choice, And so you have to limit yourself to investing in the set of choices they provide. And generally, limitation of choice does not equal highest level of performance. (laughs) (laughs) I I hear you. So that's why I'm saying that it's a con. All right. (laughs) Okay. So leaving it there definitely has pros and cons. And you have to think about what's most effective for you. Okay. Now, if you decide that you do want to do something besides leave it there, then you have three other choices. Okay. And I kind of like to think of it as uh, like spring cleaning okay. <laughs> for your old 401ks. <laughs> We're approaching spring. Let's spring clean out your old 401k We had spring account. in February. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of did here. But, you know, it's kind. you got to approach it like this. It's like cleaning out your garage in the spring. you got to go through things, and, and you just have to one day – you know, buckle down and go through it. If you would just address the old 401k accounts, just buckle down and go through them. You can, you can get through the pain of dealing with this and move on to the next thing, but know that you have them set up effectively and not by default. Okay. Okay. All right. So what is the next strategy besides leave it where it is? The next option that you have is cash it out. Okay. All right. Now, cashing it out The pro of it is that you will have some cash in your hand. (laughs) And you can do whatever you want to with it. The con of it might outweigh that, though. And the big con is going to come in the form of taxes and penalties. Sure. Okay. So here's the rub is that if you are under age 59 and a half, you're probably going to have a 10% penalty for taking that money out of your 401k too soon. Okay. If you are over 59 and a half, you're not going to have that penalty. So that's the magic age that you sure. want to wait into to cash that baby out. Okay. Okay. Oh, good to know. Now, even if you wait till you're 59 and a half to cash it out, you're still going to have that other ugly, ugly thing called the tax man calling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody likes that. <laughs> All right. And so here's the deal with the taxes, right? So generally in your 401k, the the money hasn't been taxed yet. So if you're going to take it out, you're going to pay taxes on it. And the way that it gets taxed is as ordinary income. Okay. And that means it's taxed just like if you went out and earned it at work. So you're going to pay taxes on it at whatever your tax bracket is. Now, if you cash out a $5,000 401k, mm-hmm. that maybe isn't going to bump you up into a bigger tax bracket and maybe you can handle the taxes that are on it. But if you cash out a $50,000 IR or 401k, now all of a sudden that's sitting on top of any wages that you earn and it's quite possible that that would have bumped you into a higher tax bracket. Okay. Oh, sure. Right. So when you look at the federal and you look at the state taxes that you have to pay, 
And then if you're under 59 and a half and you bite that 10% penalty, all of a sudden you could be looking at 30 to 50% of it gone Yikes. when you cash it out. <laughs> so it's a bite. So you will end up with some cash in hand, but it won't be anywhere near what your current <laughs> balance is. Oh, and what was the point? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's the point you wanted to spend it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you want that new car. <laughs> right. But here's what I don't encourage. I don't encourage you cashing it out just so you can get it dealt with. That's not the right way to go about this. If you're going to cash it out, cash it out because you need or want to spend that money. Don't cash it out as your default approach because mm -hmm. you don't really want to take time to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, sure. So um, 401ks are a big topic in retirement, obviously, but so is Social Security. So I just want to let people know that we have an awesome seminar coming up on April the 25th, and it's called Maximizing Social Security. And that's a very confusing topic for people. So we wanted to do a seminar to educate you about how to maximize your Social Security. Right. And, you know, there's there's a couple different schools of thought, but here's who this seminar is going to be the best for. If you have a significant amount of money saved for retirement, this seminar is actually really, really geared towards you because it's people that have money that can figure out all of the paths to maximize Social Security. They're not in a position where they might have to take it immediately to get by. Sure. So if you're trying to maximize something and you have some flexibility because you have a good financial position, this seminar is really going to help you figure out how to maximize your timing options with it. And that's who we think can be most affected by this. Okay. Okay. So join us April 25th and you can go out to our website at sterkfinancialservices.com. Amy does all the yes, reservations. Yes, I do. You can talk to me. I actually talk more <laughs> if you call me. So we'd love to see you there. Welcome back to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. And today we're talking about doing this with your 401k. So we've talked about the options of leaving it where it is. And we've talked about the options of cashing it out. And now we're going to focus on the last two options, which are rolling it to your new employer's plan or rolling it to an IRA. Oh, all right. Okay. And I want to make sure I'm really clear that I'm not giving you advice over this show I'm explaining to you what your options are. Okay. Okay. And everybody has the same four options. Leave it where it is, cash it out, roll it to a new plan, or roll it to an IRA. <laughs> Let me be clear. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to know what's the best thing to do for you, then I encourage you to reach out and schedule an appointment with us, and we will help you do an old 401k account evaluation. <laughs> I love it. An oldie but a goodie. There you go. And as a gift to our listeners, we are going to offer you a 25% discount on our fees. Remember that the first time you come in and visit with us, it's always free. There's yes. never a charge right. the first visit. We'll understand what it is you're trying to do and then give you a fee quote for whatever it is that the scope of work is you want us to do. And if you have the code MONEYGUIDE25... 25. <laughs> then we will extend a 25% discount to you on our fees for evaluating your old 401k. So take this as your opportunity to mm -hmm. do that spring cleaning. Take this as the opportunity to just get it done. And let's figure out which of these four options is the best for you personally. Okay. Okay. All right. Fire away on number three. All right. Number three is this, rolling it to a new employer's plan. All right. Now, the pros of this 
is that you could be rolling it into a nice low-cost strategy. So if your new employer is the type of employer who is not passing along administrative expenses and you're just covering the investment expenses inside your plan, then you are setting yourself up inside something that has a nice low cost for your investment portfolio. Okay. okay? So it could be a nice pro to have low cost investing, but you have to investigate that. All right. Okay. Okay. Another pro of rolling it to your new employer's plan is simplicity. Mm. Everything's in one spot. Sure. Right. Yeah. One account to manage. You got one statement to look at. You got one thing to think about. You've got one cohesive investment strategy inside that new account. Home base. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So a lot of people do take that option just to kind of keep everything consolidated. Right. Okay. So those are the pros of it. Have you had clients that have forgotten they had a 401k? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I have people that are like, well, I got this statement. I totally forgot I had this account. (laughs) I haven't opened the statements in six years from this. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so even though, you know, I never look at it like Monopoly money, a lot of people might have an old 401k account that has four grand in it or $7,000 in it or things like that. And they don't get too bent out of shape about watching those because they don't perceive it to be really big now if you have four hundred thousand dollars in it you might take it a little more seriously (laughs) plus you were probably with that company a very long time right exactly (laughs) yeah exactly all right so the cons of moving it to your new employer's plan are several number one again you run into the limited choice con okay so you're going to be limited in what you can invest in and it's going to be dictated by what your new employer's plan allows you to invest in within the program right so again limited choice might not always equal the highest level of performance and so you have to weigh that into your decision okay okay all right now the other thing about limited choices is not every choice within every 401k plan is a good performer so we handle a number of 401k plans and we analyze a lot of people's 401k plans. And I have never in the history of my career analyzed a 401k plan that had every single fund the best in its asset class. Really? Yeah. Okay. So when you have limited choices, if some of them are not strong performers, it's kind of a double whammy mm-hmm. on having a negative impact on your portfolio. Okay. okay. Sure. All right, the next con is this. Do you really want to have your new employer know anything about the money that you have? Oh, right. Right? Money is a private thing. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be boring or complex, but money is not a topic that people typically just throw around, you know, conversation on. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I got, you know, $80,000 in my 401k or I have $800,000 in mine. That's not the conversation at the water cooler. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, because money's attached to something in your life you've chosen to do or not do or have or not have. (laughs) Right. So a lot of people don't want to cross lines and really have their employers know Mm -hmm. what other money they have. So that might be a con for you of utilizing your new company's 401k. Okay. The other thing is that the new 401k might be an employer who actually passes those investment expenses or those administrative expenses along to the participants. And if that's the case, you're using your money that you already own to now subsidize a plan for your new employer. And a lot of people think that maybe that's not their best option either. Sure. So definitely there are pros and cons of rolling it to your new employer's plan. And 
they all have to be factored into your decision of what to do. Yes. All right. That brings us to the last option of the four, which is rolling it to an IRA. Okay. When you roll an old 401k to an IRA directly, there are no taxes. There are no tax consequences of that. I just want to be really clear. Sometimes people think taking it out of something called a 401k will trigger taxes. That is not accurate as long as you roll it to an IRA. So does you don't have to be 59 and a half. To, right. Okay. You can do that at any age. Okay. Okay. And you can roll as many of them as you want to to an IRA in okay. a given year as long as they go directly from your 401k to the IRA. Okay. Now, the cons of rolling it to an IRA is you have to take the time to figure out what you want to invest it in. So this is probably the most labor intensive of the four options because you have to figure out an investment strategy Mm -hmm. or you have to go talk to someone who's a financial advisor to figure out what to do with it. Right. Sure. Yeah. How long do you not want to have your fingers on it? Right. right? Yeah. (laughs) So you have to take time. And so that's one of the bigger cons with it. The other con with it is that if you roll it to an IRA, then it's going to be a separate pool of money from whatever 401k you're building. So now you're talking about having multiple accounts that you have to manage And that it's a smart idea to have a cohesive investment strategy between multiple accounts. And so it starts to get, uh, people start to feel like they're a little in the weeds in terms of trying to manage that. Sure. Right? I can understand that. So if you're a do-it-yourselfer and you're comfortable managing that, that's awesome. If you're a person who doesn't open your statements for six years, (laughs) then maybe doing that is maybe not in your best interest because you're clearly not willing to manage it. So for you, if you're that kind of investor, that's when you want to pull a financial advisor in. Okay. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, the pros of rolling it to an IRA include a number of things. Number one, there is unlimited choices in where you can roll that to. So you can choose to roll it wherever you want to. And if you have unlimited choices, it means that given the right set of criteria, you should be able to roll it to something that has a really strong history. Sure. And that you can adjust along the way. Sure. Right. Right. So instead of the 20 choices that you might be limited to in an employer plan, now you have unlimited choices, which means you can select from the best of the best. Oh, that's terrific. And hopefully that lends to higher performance levels. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. No guarantees of that, but hopefully that does. All right. And that would be the end goal, of yes, course. Yes, of course. The goal is for your money to grow. <laughs> Make no mistake about it. <laughs> Let your money work for you. <laughs> All right. So the next pro of rolling it to an IRA is flexibility. All right. So you have flexibility by rolling it to an IRA because if you start with one strategy and you decide that you need to change it, let's say that a circumstance in your life has changed, then you have the flexibility to adjust things inside that IRA. Okay. okay? Sure. Right. So let's say that you're you're younger, maybe you're 45 when you roll your money to an IRA and you have a, uh, an aggressive investment strategy because you're young and feel comfortable with it. And then you get older and you are a few years out from retirement, you can adjust your strategy easily in an IRA by changing the investment vehicles that it's in 
which you can't change investment vehicles in a 401k. You can only change holdings. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay? So there's just more flexibility and choice available inside of an IRA. The other thing is you have complete control over your costs. Okay. And that might sound like a funny statement for me to say, Mm -hmm. but if you know what your costs are, you can choose whether or not to invest in that. Right. Right? So you don't get to choose whether or not you are paying the fees inside of a 401k account. That's up to your employer how those are set up. Mm -hmm. But in an IRA, you get to choose what kind of cost structure you're willing to pay for. And so there's definite advantage in flexibility and choice. Okay. Okay? Yes. Now, I want to mention that if you are 55 years old, and you separated from your employer once you were 55 or older, then rolling it to an IRA has to be looked at twice, okay? Because there are some special provisions that say if you're 55 years old and leave an employer once you're 55 or older, Mm -hmm. then you can actually take money out of the 401k directly without the 10% penalty. Oh, really? But you can't do that if you have rolled it to an IRA. Ah. So your personal situation where you're at in life and and how these rules all interconnect are very um, customized to you. And so, you know, that's why nobody's going to give blanket recommendations on a show like this. It's just educating you about what the options are and what the pros and cons are. Does that make sense? Yes. There's a lot more. It's it's more complex than you realize at a glance. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we've talked about the four choices. Leave it where it is, roll it to a new plan, cash it out, or roll it to an IRA. I encourage you to give us a call to do an old 401k account evaluation and use the code MONEYGUIDE25 so we can give you some discounts on our fees. We'd love to talk to you. But in the meantime, I hope that you do that spring cleaning. I hope you take care of those old 401ks and get them set up on the best path. So thanks for listening to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Woodbury Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Insurance offered through Sturk Financial Services, which is not affiliated with Woodbury Financial. Sturk Financial Services is located at 350 Oak Tree Lane, Suite 150, Dakota Dunes, South Dakota, 57049, and can be reached at 605-217-3555.